Welcome, guys, gals, and non-binary pals. Why do they hate Miranda? You're listening to I Couldn't Help But Podcast. Carrie is the fucking worst. An unofficial Sex in the City podcast. Hosted by Joe Daniel Montalongo and Paige Clarno. Charlotte, shut the fuck up. Um, what am I listening to? Sick. Hello, everybody. How is everyone doing? Um, I have a special co-host who is back after a three-year adventure. <laughs> um, that just came up in my time hop, actually. Like, a couple of days ago, it was like three years since you've been on the podcast. That's so crazy. Welcome, Markella. I know. Look at your new digs. This is so cute. I know. Not, <laughs> I don't have a good view anymore. I just um, have sadness. I'm sitting right here. You're such an asshole. <laughs> I don't normally have a good view. There it is. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's I'll been take that redaction. Three years. <laughs> I know, but we've got, like, the full couch now. We don't have to, like, you know, yeah. sit on, like... On top of each other. Although I do miss that. Um, but that could just be the quarantine talking, so... That's true. <laughs> it's so hard. <laughs> well, no, it's not hard. That's the whole point. No, I mean, like, it's hard to stay away from... Like, I'm an introvert, but it's really difficult for me to be staying away from people now. Yeah, it's kind of, well, and it's kind of funny because, like, when we started watching this episode, too, it was, like, all of these people in New York just frolicking around and being so, like, people, like, they were sharing ice cream at one point, and all that was inside of me was, like, don't fuck, <laughs> right, don't share stuff with one another. It, it's it spread through droplets. Yeah. <laughs> You're gonna get the corona. <laughs> You're gonna get the corona. Uh, yeah, no, I, it's kind of wild, but um, it's really nice to be here. I miss you. I miss you. <laughs> Welcome back to everything. To everything. <laughs> to Welcome life. back online, Neo. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I did that to myself like a couple of night, like mornings ago mm-hmm. where I was just so tired and I didn't want to wake up and I was like, oh, bitch, bring yourself back online. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to plug back in. Mm-hmm. I mean, and that's the hardest, that's really the toughest part about, you know, this whole Corona thing is like how hard Coke is to get right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> You got, you dropped all those connects, you know? <laughs> well, <laughs> that being said, I might have a new connection. We'll talk about it after the okay, podcast. Okay, we'll talk about it later. <laughs> I actually, yeah, I made a new friend and like at lunch the other day. <laughs> no, 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 for real. No, I, I didn't realize he was at the time. <laughs> but I, I legitimately was like, we were at lunch and he was like looking through like his, his like pouch to like right. get his credit card. And he's like, oh, I totally forgot that I had mushrooms in here. Do you want some? And I'm like, he just forgets that they have mushrooms on them. I, like, looked at him. I was like, no, thank you. Like, I mean, no thank you right now, but, you know. No, thank you. Sometimes you just need a person in your arsenal of friends who just, like, forgets that they have drugs on them. I guess. Now I got it. (laughs) Now I'm that much closer on my bingo card. (laughs) My friend bingo card, the one with the drugs. <laughs> the one with the drugs. Wait, which one am I? You're the sassy young one that keeps me young. Oh, oh my god, that's great. <laughs> I really like that. 
<laughs> I think um, you on my friend bingo card list are the one that always like pulls me back to reality. <laughs> the old Jewish mother. Are you sure you want to do that? Have you been eating? Have you been eating? Let me make some matzo ball soup. Come on over. We'll make you some food. You can do a podcast. It'll be great. What do you mean you're taking a psychology major? That's nothing. <laughs> I tell you my Jew- So I'm getting a hysterectomy and my Jewish mother does not want me to get one. Oh no. And I'm like, Mom, I have endometriosis. So do you. And she was like, yeah, but I had a kid and it went away. Just have a kid. Just, oh yeah, just have a child. Right. Um, I think that, I mean, as far as this episode goes, uh, pretty timely to say. No thanks. I'd rather have a drug addiction. Right. I would, I'd rather take the mushrooms. I would rather spend all of that money that I would be paying for a child <laughs> on so many other things. So many other things. That also ruined my life. <laughs> right. Like the housing market. Yeah. <laughs> God. So we are recapping mm-hmm. season six, A, uh, episode nine, A Women's Right to Shoes. The shitty synopsis from our book is Charlotte and Harry are still glowing in their post-wedding bliss. Samantha's dislike mm. for misbehaving children comes to a head in a fancy restaurant, which is none of the things that this is, but okay. I mean, Samantha, <laughs> like, I, she didn't really do anything in this episode except for, Complain like... Complain about children? Yeah, which, I mean, you can be that person if you want, but, like, also, nobody wants to be that person. Right. Well, so let's start with Samantha then. Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, um, she's, she's sick of people and their children and their bullshit, and I agree. She's not wrong to have these feelings. Absolutely, 100%. She had that whole thing about, like, uh, you know, it's a place for double cappuccinos, not double strollers. Correct. And I completely agree. And I think that there is a difference between um, kids. There's a difference between, like, a kid on a leash and, like, a kid that plays chess in tournaments or something. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's, there's a big There's gap. good kids and there's bad kids. Well, I'm just going to say, like, Or unruly. Yeah, it's a spectrum, but, like, most of the kids are not kids that you would take out to, like, like get a babysitter. Well, like, get a babysitter or just know your child's limits. Or, like, know where you're at. Like, don't take your child to a fancy restaurant that's going to be, like, all adults there and, like, so many different kinds of forks and spoons. Like, I'm uncomfortable in those places. (laughs) Like, I just don't think that... Children belong in New York. <laughs> That's probably fair, even though it is a city full of full adult of, children. Yes. <laughs> but, like, no. Just don't bring your children into the city. Well, I just feel like children are, like, these beautiful little bundles of, like, hopes and dreams. <laughs> and New York is, like, a whole city meant to ruin your hopes and dreams. Right. Like, you're just putting two opposing forces at odds against one another. <laughs> and I think, karmically, there's going to be some fallout. Yeah. She does. So she just complains about it. Um, but then she is taking a work lunch in a restaurant, and she's on the phone talking loudly <laughs> in a restaurant. And it's like, okay, bitch, you're not any better now. Right, and then the guy comes up to her and is like, oh, well, you're, you know, basically being a nuisance. And she's like, well, the kid. And he's like, well, we can't do anything about that because it's a child, which I don't agree with. I don't agree with either. But I also don't think that she was right in that situation. I think that she and the child were both being 
that asshole. Yes, they both absolutely were. Can we swear? I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Okay. This is a Sex in the City podcast. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I just Explicit is always clicked off. <laughs> Thank you. We had Sophie last episode, and even then, we just got into it. That's fair. <laughs> there were like two or three times where she was like, I'm so sorry if you're listening, Mom. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, my mom probably would not. She'd be like, Oh, you only said it, like, seven times. Good job. Good job, Marky. Wow. Because that's, you know, how my mom raised me. (laughs) Um, My mom doesn't even know what a podcast is, so we're good. That's super fair. Uh, You know, the woman who doesn't want you to have a hysterectomy. To, like, let me get my life. Yeah. Yeah, who doesn't know how to work technology and maybe isn't a part of, like, this modern age telling you how to live your life. No, I really appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's nice. (laughs) Um, Samantha does have one really good line in this, though, which is when, um, Charlotte's talking about Harry, um, and she says, we have a teabag situation. Samantha (laughs) just goes, oh, honey, just breathe through your nose. Perfect. I have never, like, I, I cannot tell you how many times I have those moments where people say things and immediately, yeah, I jump to the sex version of that thing like I can't have a any conversation now about the Eiffel Tower because immediately it goes to the sex position the Eiffel Tower and I will launch into a conversation you know me at the drop of a hat about any kind of sex thing and so in that moment I was definitely I was struck with this like idea of me as like this sassy 50-year-old woman just, like, talking so loudly in the middle of a restaurant. Like, oh, you know, sex! <laughs> I'll have what she's having. <laughs> but she started going into the whole explanation of it, too. Like, the mechanics of how to teabag. And her and Miranda started going through, and I was like, yeah, Miranda gets it. Miranda knows what's up. I have to say... There's only been one set of balls in my entire life that I willingly put in my mouth. Really? Yeah. That's great. They have to... They're just too hairy. No, man. I mean, some of them can be. I think maybe you're just looking at the wrong balls. I just... Maybe. But, like, I don't know. It's like boba tea for me. That shouldn't be in there. (sighs) That's fair. I... Here's the thing. You're not wrong about boba tea. You are 100% (laughs) wrong about balls. Okay. Um, I think that, you know... Especially, like, you're in a position where it's just, like, no, no bars held. No bars. No bars held. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) That whole thing. Um, Where you're just, like, you know, you free yourself from all of, like, those inhibitions and then you just go crazy. And, like, that's a huge source of, like, pleasure, you know? Yes. I totally get that. But also, they should shave them. Oh, I mean, yeah. (laughs) I, like... But there's also something to be said about, like, anytime I've seen a guy's balls that have been shaved, it looks like, have you ever seen a plucked chicken (laughs) 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 or a turkey before it goes into the oven at Thanksgiving? See, I always imagine it like um, that Play-Doh that was, like, skin (laughs) colored. That, like, you could stretch out and then, like, put on the funnies and, like, it would, you know, no, but like, un- unpeel it and it had it on shaved there. shaved balls are not, like, smooth. They're, like, they look they're like... Bump- yeah, they're, they're bump- They look like, like they're cold. Yeah. Because <laughs> they are so sensitive. 
But they're so great. And, like, man, they spread really wide. They really do. <laughs> and it's so fun to play with. I, I've never done that. Mouth. I like that you have... <laughs> You're over here saying I would never. Ever I would never put them, put in, them my in my mouth, but, but I, would I will stretch, stretch them, them <laughs> to have for as far as they can go because it's hysterical to me. I don't think that I could feel come. I mean, unless that was somebody's thing, like they were real into it. But that would be. I I don't think that that would be my first reaction to being in that space. That's fair. I was just. Intrigued. So inspired. <laughs> and I was just like, how far did they go? Did you watch like an episode of Gumby right before that or something? <laughs> Come on, Pokey. <laughs> no, I didn't. But I will give a tip to everyone out there who wants to do it. <laughs> if you do it during a blowjob, they won't notice. They won't notice. <laughs> they won't notice that you're stretching to see how far it goes out. It's hysterical. I think they'll notice. I think that they just won't say anything. You gotta be chill about it. You gotta be chill. <laughs> You can't call attention to it. I like how you talk about it like it's shoplifting. <laughs> like you're fucking... You gotta be cool, man. You can... <laughs> no, no, no. Just pretend like you gotta have one person in the back of the store, one person in the front of the store. Yeah, and then one person asking <laughs> what's going on while the other guy steals the Play-Doh. Just uh, no. <laughs> but yeah, no, 100%. I don't think mm. Samantha was in the wrong. Uh, she was 100% in her right to say... Hey, like I'm paying an probably an exorbitant amount of money. Yeah, yeah, for like pesto. I also loved that the kid just straight up yeeted this pesto onto <laughs> her like fancy ass outfit, white outfit, white oh. outfit, and the mom just goes because you know Samantha called him out in the middle of a restaurant. You yeah, know? so she's like, "Oh, you just got yours," and so I'm just laughing. Well, about and it. I kind of want to make that a move. You know what I mean? Like, I just want to carry around <laughs> pasta now with me and like yes. throw it at people that piss me off. To be like, "You just got pestoed." <laughs> That'll be the Marky Ho special. I love it. You're welcome. I can't wait to see it in action. I want you to do it also. I want this to be a trend. <laughs> I'll try my best. I'll see what happens. I don't know that I could carry around spaghetti all day, though. It doesn't have to be spaghetti. Okay, good. If you've got penne, if you've got shell pasta, <laughs> maybe throw manicotti at somebody. Some rigatoni, you know. It's any pasta that you want to throw at somebody, and that'll be the that'll be my move. That's the pasta. Yeah. <laughs> It doesn't even have to be pesto either, but we'll call it you've been pestoed. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm Perfect. calling you. I'm not a I'm not a trendsetter. I'm not a hero, okay? <laughs> I'm just a woman in pants. But <laughs> damn it all if I don't try. <laughs> love it. Also, just remembered, uh, silly putty, not Play-Doh. That's what I'm Silly putty. About. Silly yes. putty is what I'm talking about. You but stretch it like silly putty. I will say they taste a lot more like Play-Doh. They're salty as fuck. Correct. <laughs> they taste like when you're a dumb kid at the beach and you put a rock in your mouth. Yeah. I mean, or like, not even just, okay, I'm going to tell like, you this story. I'm going to tell everybody this story right now. <laughs> and I don't want any judgment or feedback because <laughs> I learned my lesson and I get that it's wrong now. I didn't, I wanted, Okay. <laughs> She'll be taking no questions after this. We are moving on. <laughs> oh my god, I didn't. I didn't realize. Like, I know that they're called salt lamps, right? Right. But I didn't. Did you lick it? I, <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. We have a mutual friend <laughs> who did that at a spa. You and I do. Yes. 
Oh, you're going to have to tell me later. <laughs> oh, my God. Here's the thing. I would never do it at a spa. That's nasty as hell. You got all those she, people juices vibrating. Technically speaking, she licked her finger, put it to the salt wall, and then licked her finger again and said, yep, that's salt. Okay. <laughs> I want to say that... Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that for me, I, I don't think that I have, like... That's disgusting what she did. <laughs> but what I did might be worse because I full on just cat licked the whole thing. I just like, like. Was it your salt lamp or was it someone else's? It was my salt lamp. Then that's fine. Yeah. You know nobody else licked it. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's in a public space, but I also, like, I'm not, I'm not putting that on anybody else. I don't think that they have that kind of natural curiosity. <laughs> that's fair. I have always wanted to and I've always not. Yeah, it's the salt. Lamp. Well, it's salt. It's I don't good. know. I'm glad. I, I don't think I got to that part of the story. <laughs> but <laughs> spoiler alert: it's salt. It's, salt. <laughs> it's fucking salty. It's, it's Himalayan salt, right? Um, I, I honestly, who knows where it's from? <laughs> but yeah, that's what they call it. Uh, I don't know what the difference between Himalayan salt and like you know, it's pink kosher salt is but yeah i have some you can try some later and tell me if it tastes like the lamp i don't know what the difference is supposed to be it tastes like sweeter almost sweeter salt yeah who needs that it's not supposed to be sweet it's supposed to be salty correct that's the whole point yes that's why they call it that yeah but it is good i mean okay like I enjoy Himalayan. Look, I'm not. Salt. I'm not telling you you're wrong. I'm just saying I'm not gonna go take a cheese grater to my salt lamp. You yeah, know? please don't. No. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea. A grater would be better, but <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just not gonna go like chisel off chunks to just like prove this point. But no, that's fair. I'm I'll, saying that I have Himalayan sea salt, like for cooking, that I'll just give you some and then right. you try it. Later. We'll go ahead and we'll we'll eat some salt lamp. We'll, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Who do you want to go to next? Um, I, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna save Charlotte for a little later, because I honestly love everything about what happened in this episode <laughs> with Charlotte. <laughs> yeah, I loved it. Um, but if we can go to Miranda for a hot second. Let's go to Miranda. Oh my god. So, I love this, I love this Miranda in this episode. Yeah. She's on her co-op board. She is, uh, they're... Looking into a person who wants to buy, which mm-hmm. I, the fact that there's a co-op board that can tell you whether or not you're allowed to buy an apartment, wild. Which also, and they touched on this in the episode, every person in that room was super duper white. Yes, super, super white. And Miranda used that to her advantage because she fucking guilted them into letting mm-hmm. Dr. Robert Lee... Who mm-hmm. was a doctor for the Mets, for sports. He was um, a sports guy. He was a sports doctor. He played some sort of ball with the thing. Yeah, there was a ball involved, maybe. It <laughs> <laughs> um, Was that his name, Robert Lee? I just, yes. I, he walked in and I screamed over his name and I was just like, Daddy! <laughs> yes, Dr. Robert hot. Lee. Blair Underwood is hot. He can get it. That's the Is actor. that his name? Yes. Oh, okay. I'm going to go Google him later. <laughs> go <laughs> internet movie camp database him and be like, what have you been up to? <laughs> so, well, Cynthia, Cynthia Nixon, because, like, this episode is because she talked to the writers. She was like, 
diversity needs to happen in this fucking show. Oh, really? Yeah. And they were like, well, we did that one episode. And she was like, we did that one episode. We're in season six. Diversity needs to happen. Well, in in New York, of all places, too. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah, they've never run into a person of color. Right? Like, Like, yeah. like Harlem doesn't exist in this universe (laughs) of sex in the city. Like, Yeah, they never go below, like, you know. Uh, God. Fucking Central Park. I don't know. I don't know. But, yeah, no. I I liked that she called that out. But I will say that it was obnoxious. There were several things that she did. And maybe I'm just mad because, like, I'm too nervous or, like, not the person that would do these things. But, like... She just so, maybe, I don't know, like, aggressively flirted Mm -hmm. with this guy, and Mm -hmm. it was just so apparent and so obvious, and I am 100% as outgoing as I really want to say that I am. When there's a hot guy in the room, I am the, I will stop talking to them, I will stop making eye contact, I will go and focus on other things. Because I don't want them to know that I'm looking at them because they're hot. And I feel like it's maybe rude or, like, maybe they're, like, thinking, like, oh, she's, yeah, of course she's looking because I'm so hot. And I always want to be the person that's like, no, I'm not. You don't know my life. (laughs) You don't know me. Chaz. (laughs) You don't know me, Robert Lee. (laughs) Dr. Um, Robert Lee. (laughs) But she's so aggressive. Yeah. She's very... I mean, I don't know. It depends on the person and what their vision is of how they're doing something. So, like, there was a guy that I went on one date with and then we just decided to be friends. Yeah. Um, And, like, he said to me, I don't know, it feels like fairly recently, but also, like... Time is meaningless because it's a pandemic. So at some point in the past, yeah, um, maybe, in some point that was maybe in, this year or seven yeah, years I don't ago. Know. In the before times, <laughs> there was a. But he commented. He was just like, I mean, you're always kind of like low key flirting with me though, and I went. Um, bitch, you thought you wish, and I'm just like, okay, if you say so, pal. <laughs> Like, well, and I, I, mean, I think I'm just friendly. Yeah, and I think that that's the other thing, too, is, like, I've been, you know, we all kind of, I'm sure at one point in our lives have been told, like, oh, well, you just have such a flirty personality. But I, I feel like there's, like, an intention behind things, you know? Like, if I'm flirting, like, it's pretty obvious, I guess, or I, I feel like it is, like, because that intention is there. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like when Miranda was flirting, it was... I would say more reckless in, in just in the fact that she was doing it in front of an entire board of people yes. trying to decide if this guy was going to live in the apartment or not, mm-hmm. which brings up an interesting, you know, di- power dynamic there. Yes. Which is that, like, she's inherent, like, she's flirting with a guy who she has sway over or power over because she's deciding the fate of where he lives and also mm-hmm. what happens if he like, starts to live there, and then things go crazy or whatever. Like, she's Spoiler got... Spoiler right, <laughs> Yeah. Sorry. Um, but, you know, like, she's got all of this, like, in with the board and all of these other people, and it's like, you know, that just yes. gets a little dicey. It gets pretty dicey. Well, and he's just this guy that walks in and can't say anything, you know? Yeah. And then she's shutting other people down, like, little... I don't know their names, but I'm going to call them Ethel and Eugene, because they were old. <laughs> yeah. And she's like, shut it down, Ethel. I'm having a conversation. <laughs> yeah. She totally shot that, that woman down. And then I'm just surprised that she, as a white woman 
hold the race card to get him in. She literally was like, you guys know what this is really about, and you should be ashamed of yourselves, essentially. And guilted them into saying okay, even if they weren't thinking that it was because he was black. They literally were talking about how his financials weren't as secure as they would like him to be. I also like that they straight up threw out, like, oh, his alimony payment is real high. I feel like, low-key, that was Ethel trying to be like, bitch. Yeah, be like... He's uh, got... He's got some baggage. He's got, but, I mean, at... Uh, 30s, New York City, everybody has baggage. That's fair, yeah. Like, she probably doesn't think so, and she probably was still trying to say that. Yeah. But also, it's just like, you'd be hard-pressed. I just like that that, like, in my mind, that's kind of what I would, if I saw that, and I saw somebody yeah. being like, oh, hi, fool. I would straight up be like, ooh, his alimony payment is real high. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow, look at this child support. Yeah. <laughs> And that's fair, because there are certain things about that that are non-negotiables. Like, I don't I don't know that I could date a guy who has kids. I Right now. Yeah. Maybe later, but not right now. I think I could. I just don't want to be a stepmother. Um, that's fair. I'm, I think that that's a really hard role to step into. Mm-hmm. But, you know. Thanks, Disney. Yeah. <laughs> Really, though? Like, let's talk about it, because I'm, ta- I'm here to tell you, like, stepmoms really get a bad rap because of it, and I think, you know, step parents in general are just, like, that's a really hard position to put yourself in, yep. but this fucking guy comes knocking on her door, on Miranda's door. Yes, he did. Bust down the door, well, not even bust down, like, he knocked on the door politely, but, yes. you know, like, and she comes to the door in this, like neon orange and pink muumuu. Yeah, which any one of her skin type, let alone her hair type, should not be wearing. Absolutely. She, like, was washing herself out, Mm -hmm. and then the most apparent things on her face were these pock marks that he noticed on her, you know, in a previous scene. Mm -hmm. But then he comes to the door, and she lets him in, and, like, oh, no, 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 this was before. So this was when he first noticed a pockmark and starts putting the lotion on or whatever. Yeah. But he lets him in the first time, like... Yeah, and he just grabs for the kid right off the he bat. He just picks up the kid. Okay. Who gave her the pockmark? Like... Well, I mean, he did say as he was picking the child up, I had chicken pox when I was younger, so we can't get it again. Right, but if anybody... Like, I'm just saying, if anybody's child is not feeling well... Maybe and don't like, pick it up. Yeah. Maybe, yeah, maybe don't pick up the baby. Yeah, maybe don't pick up the baby without permission, period. Yeah, yeah. Just as, you know. And also, like, Miranda, you're a mom. Why are you letting some random dude into your house yeah. with your child? Yeah. And you are a single woman, and you've got, like, Magda in the other room, mm-hmm. who, straight up, Magda gave her the eyes. She did. Which she I mad-dogged the shit out of her. But, yeah, no, Miranda just pulled that move, and, like, there are a lot of points about what she did there that I just... I just yeah. couldn't support her in that decision. She listen. She's been alone for a long time, so sometimes That's it just fair. makes us do stupid things. That's super fair. Sometimes you know, your you your kid and their health is worth less than you getting it in. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Listen, I don't know that place, <laughs> but I would assume yes. I'm not gonna tell you how to live, but like you know, 
You, it might be. I don't know. If you have to yeet that child straight out the window so you can get some alone time with Dr. Lee, like, who's to say that's a bad move here? Listen, I'd be like, Magda, take him to your home for the night. <laughs> he can go home with you. Mama's going to get hers. I don't even know where you live, Magda. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Probably the Bronx. I don't care. I don't. Here's cab fare. You could live in a cave at a zoo, and I would still be okay with you watching my child for just this evening. Yeah, it's fine. I need you to sleep in Central Park tonight with my child. Look, and maybe it's unfair for you to say, because I'm not a mom, you know? I know some moms, but I just, I think that, like, when she, she was a really good example, though, of like, this aside of not letting mom be the thing that defines her. Yes. You and know? I do appreciate that because I would. Like, if I had a child... You would just be a mom? Like, like, if I... Yeah, if I had a child right now, if I was pregnant and I was going to have a child and raise it on my own, I would be like, well, that's it for you. You fucked it up. Really? Yeah, I would be like, pack it in because you're a mom now. Oh, wow. Because I wouldn't want to introduce new people and new external potentially shitty situations to my child yeah but you can't just like let your kid live in a bubble i mean no but i can be the only positive influence in their life without introducing potentially harmful influences Uh, yeah i mean like i don't want to be that mom that's just like i'm going on a date with steve what happened to frank fuck frank like (laughs) you know like i don't want to do that to a kid I don't know. I feel like uh, it's, it's, I think that when I, I've seen, you know, my friends who are now all having fucking kids and getting married and like, you know, doing the adult thing and I'm just sitting here on my thumbs like, oh yeah, I just, you know, was watching Avatar. (laughs) (laughs) Just really love that, you know, new Lovecraft show. (laughs) So spooky. Um, you know, like I, I, who am I to say really, but I think that there's something to be said about, especially nowadays, you know, with, uh, with more women not really having to make that traditional move to be this full all the way around caretaker for Mm. their family and, you know, their, their kids, their husband, their, their, you know, parents and friends and just being like this, uh, you know, on top of that, like, a house cleaner and, a you know, a professional chef and all these other things. Yeah. Like, they, you can have children and, I think, just not let it define you. Mm-hmm. I think that children can be a beautiful part of your life and they can enhance your life in a lot of crazy ways and, you know, open you up to a lot of things that you just never realized were going to be a thing. But mm-hmm. I I think that it's important to maintain, just like in, in any relationship, yeah. it's important to maintain your, like, self sense of self mm-hmm. and uh, I I would have a really hard time giving myself up fully to just have a mom identity well and like I wouldn't necessarily just have a mom identity mm-hmm. but I would I would stop dating I would stop being like I would just think like love isn't gonna happen gonna be a single mom and that's it and I would close off that section of my life but that's I would fair. still like I'm still going out with my friends I'm still doing things that mean a lot to me because it's also important for a child to see 
mm-hmm. that their parents are people and that they have interests and that they have For passions sure. so that they themselves feel okay with having those things. Well, my mom was a single mom and she didn't date for the first four years, you know, that after she had me and then, you know, she had like partners after that or not partners, like boyfriends after that. And, uh, you know, but they only got brought in when, like, things were, like, more serious. But, I mean, mm-hmm. we did. We moved around and all this other stuff. And, it, like, it wasn't crazy. But there was a point where it was, like, oh, like, what happened with, you know, uh, well. Yeah, so-and-so. Yeah. yeah, yeah, so-and-so. And it's, like, oh, well, you know, this and that. But, I mean, I I grew up okay. I mean, maybe I'm not the best example well, of and I'm this. Not, well, and I'm also not <laughs> saying that they wouldn't grow up okay. That's just my choice. Right. No. Like, it's, yeah. I, I yeah. mean, there's plenty of people who go out and date and are able to do it and, like, not have it negatively affect the kid. I just mm-hmm. don't think that I'm one of those people. That's totally like, fair. Yeah, so and, totally and personal know that. preference. Like, yeah. I'm not going to demean anybody who does that. If they can, I'm like, good for fucking you for being able to juggle that no, shit. Man. But I don't know how to juggle, so. I'm just going to run in and I'm going to just point my finger in their face and go, how <laughs> dare you? How dare you try to find love in this city? Uh, <laughs> You're not supposed to be happy anymore. You have a child. That's over. <laughs> Who you think's going to love you now? <laughs> just that baby. No, I, yeah, I think that she is a good example of somebody who retained their sense of self and like the way that they live their life mm-hmm. and like made the appropriate adjustments because obviously they have a kid now but right. didn't let it like totally consume them like this other chick uh blondie bimbo what's her tits <laughs> i don't remember her name <laughs> oh yeah the mom carries, carries yeah, yeah 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 mm-hmm. like she's such a like, you look at that woman and she, everything out of her mouth, my kids, this, my kids, that, right. I have to do this thing for my kids. It's like, that's great. But like, what are you doing for you? Mm-hmm. When was the last time you like, you know, told your kids to, I don't know, go play in traffic so mommy can have a spa date or something? Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, she's the opposite end of that spectrum. And I definitely couldn't be that person. Mm-mm. Like, that's too far to the extreme where it's, like, all that they can talk about are their kids. And that's what, but that's what I'm saying is, like, that's, there, I've seen, I've seen both sides of it, you know? And, like, obviously they're extremes, but, like, the, the people who have kids and then it's, like, their identity becomes mm-hmm. being a parent. And I think that that's just kind of a bummer. Yeah, that's too far because then, again, you're losing your sense of self and then you're not teaching your kids that they can be their own person. Right. Well, and then you got to think, too, like, I mean, I'm 26. I'm going to be 27 in just a couple of months. Like, I've spent so many years just trying to figure out what I'm into. Right. What I'm all about. Mm -hmm. What I'm not even there fully yet. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I haven't tried all of the things. I haven't done all of this stuff. Like, I don't know what's going on from day to day sometimes. Mm -hmm. And, like, I think that it's unrealistic to just uh, take it. I Maybe not unrealistic. I think that it's a cop-out to take all of the unanswered questions about yourself and then just answer them now by being, by being this parent. parent. Yeah. yeah, like, you're putting your whole identity into this thing that already has a bunch of answers. Mm-hmm. And I think being in a relationship that's not good for you and doesn't help you grow does the same 
detrimental thing. Oh, for sure. Like, I, you know, I was in a marriage for 10 years and getting out of it, even now sometimes, like, there are things where I have, like, runaway bride moments. <laughs> where I'm just, do I like, like my eggs? Yeah, where I'm like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what are you doing? I'll just do whatever you're doing, I guess. Like, you know. Well, I remember, because when, when I was on uh, last time, we were talking about, like, um, you were telling me that whole thing about cheese. You, like, would tell, do you remember? About, like, how I would buy an entire block of cheese and he would eat the whole thing and I never had cheese. And then you were just buying cheese for yourself because it was what you did. Yeah, and it would go bad. (laughs) Because I had cheese. I still, roommate Ryan can attest to this, I will buy food and forget that it is there. Because I assume if it's, if it's not in my sight line when I open up that door, it's gone. And he'll do, like, he's he's such a nice guy because he'll, like, put my stuff away and we each have, like, a crisper at the mm-hmm. bottom. And so he'll put stuff in there and I forget that I have that. So every <laughs> once in a while, I'll, like, open up the drawer and I'm like, oh, Gouda. Oh. <laughs> you know? See, that's the drawer where I put all my vegetables because I know I'll forget about them. <laughs> there are no vegetables in this house. That is fair. <laughs> um, that is not how he rolls when he does his cooking. But you know what I'm saying, where it's mm-hmm. like, you know, you, uh, there's just so many, there's so much time that you spend toiling over who am I? What's my North Star? Like, yeah. what am I trying to do with this lifetime mm-hmm. that I've got? And if your only answer is that you want to have a child to like, Oof. yeah, you know, like You're putting that, a lot on that kid right off the bat. Right. And it's like, how are you supposed to teach this kid how to have independent thoughts and feelings, how to, you know, be somebody, um, without having an example. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So kudos to Miranda for that. But also yes. like she gets docked a couple of points for inviting some random some guy random in. stranger in who says um, he's a doctor. Who knows, man? Who knows? But maybe he just plays doctor. But I mean, TBH, I'd be really into that. Yeah, I'd be so okay yeah. with that. Yeah, I'm fine oh, with Doctor it. Lee. Oh no, <laughs> my mother always said I should be with the doctor. I do love how. Um, they managed to loop in Jules and Mimi. Oh my god! Like yet again. Um, and of course, the yeah, the episode where she like loses all the shit on her DVR. She's like, no, the Jules and Mimi marathon, <laughs> and it cracks me up. And yeah, and I love the fact that he comes over and he's just like, oh yeah, that sounds really interesting. I'd like to watch. And the two characters immediately start having sex. That's so awkward. Oh my god. It's just like, oh, okay. First of all. First of all. No straight man would be like, a nighttime soap, I'm in. No, this is for sure like OG, like Netflix and chill, like DVR and, and getting it on. Except for they were super awkward when there was sex on yeah, screen. But like, and she had chicken pox. You really want to, like, even if you can't catch it, you really want to go down on a lady who's having chicken pox? Right I don't now? know, man. I don't know. Sometimes people are just like I, people are freaks, I guess. Yeah, and like, what a way to keep her hands busy so she doesn't itch, you know? <laughs> Perfect. Wait, but tell me this because I I have to know. Um, so in the Mimi and Jewel stuff, have they ever have we ever seen episodes before of Mimi? We and haven't seen full episodes, but we have seen like have the we clips. seen those characters. I think so. Have they always been interracial? 
I think so. Okay, because that's important. Because if they were just doing it for on this, this, yeah, I was going to be, like, a little bit, like, wow, that's really on the nose. Great. Mm-hmm. It's honestly possible that we haven't ever seen it and she's just said Jules and Mimi. Can't I, say for sure. That's fair. Can't I just confirm. I can't. <laughs> we'll put something in the follow-up. <laughs> but, yeah, I just thought it was, like, you know... Obviously, she's got this guy coming in. He's watching this thing. Like, how wildly convenient. Um, But I do like that uh, she put that whole thing in there about... um, Or or he did that thing where (laughs) he's looking at her in the elevator. Mm -hmm. And he, like, looks at her face. And, like, he goes to, like, lean in. Yeah. And then he goes... You have a pock on your face. <laughs> Yikes. And, like, I I don't know what it is. Like, I know it's called chicken pox, and they're pock marks. Yeah. But just saying you have a pock is you, so no, 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 odd. No, it's literally you have anything on your face. He could have said you have... He, he could have said you have chocolate on your face. Yeah, it was... It, I would have been mortified. And then she just goes, ugh. Oh, I'm so... Oh, oh, gosh. I have something on my face. <laughs> um, but when he... He basically leans in so sexy. And it's just this smoldering, like, he's tall. He's handsome. And he, he goes, is. hey, you got some shit on your face. <laughs> shit on your face. <laughs> what a humbling time. Well, that was the whole thing. Like, I'm, I don't know. This was another point where it was, like, Miranda just kind of... She didn't react like a normal person, I guess. She like weirdly kind of took it as a compliment. Yeah, like she was so she's into so it and then turned she just on by him. Covers her face and goes, <laughs> like that's how she laughed. Yeah. <laughs> it was awkward. Um and I can't, I don't know. If somebody had said something to me, so if somebody had said something like that to me, I would have straight up turned into a lobster. I would have been blushing so hard. Mm-hmm. And been like, oh my gosh, I can't believe that. Yeah, That's I would have been like, you know what? I'm getting off here. Like, floor 14 <laughs> is close enough to 425. It's fine. It's fine. I'm, I'm gonna just going to take the dumb waiter the rest of the way. <laughs> I'm going to crawl into, like, that little bread cabinet and, like, hoist right. myself up. Oh. So it has never, they've never actually shown... See, okay. Before. So they did. They've said Jules and Mimi before, but right. they've never actually shown it. It was just a listing on the TiVo. Okay, yeah. So obviously, like, this is something that they were so, just yeah. doing. So they just shoehorn that right this in there. episode, which Thanks, just guys. so happens to be her and this really handsome guy who yes. was black. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were we, like, we're going to go for diversity. We're going to just shoehorn it right into this episode. I don't. It's hard because it's like you don't want to judge through a 2020 lens on things. I mean, no, that's what we're doing. That's the whole point. Yeah, (laughs) but also that's exactly what I'm doing. And I'm saying that they only did it to fit this like interracial plot line, Mm -hmm. which, hey, you know what? There were a a couple of black actors who got some work and that's amazing Mm -hmm. um, on a very, very white show, which... Incredibly white show. So, Um, yeah. And they were real handsome and one of them was topless and I'm real okay with that. Mm -hmm. So, like, am I really that mad? No. But also... (laughs) But also telling you right now, problematic. (laughs) Yeah. That's... I think that's what it really comes down to is, like, you 
only did it to fit this narrative that you're mm-hmm. kind of like playing into and like you're making it like a big deal that he's black and yeah it's that that gets a little tricky yeah it's like it's as woke as the early 2000s could be i think that's so fair <laughs> like they were doing their best their best just wasn't very good that's yeah i really need that tattooed to my body <laughs> <laughs> this ass is working as hard as it can, you guys. <laughs> yes. That's my new tramp stamp. <laughs> Perfect. Um, yeah. I think that might have been... I'm trying to look through. Um, what a... Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was just... Uh, it was just, like, this really long... The whole Jules and Mimi thing. Like, just a long, long setup for... Yeah. For not a lot of... Nothing. Payout? Yeah, there was no payout. <sighs> But they'll see each other again, I guess. So they were setting up for whatever happens in the future. Well, and then it's also, like, the idea that, like, I don't... I'm going to say this mm-hmm. and call me on it if it's wrong. Mm-hmm. But putting this the show snippets in the way mm-hmm. that they did for Jules and Mimi... Yes. Almost made it seem like she was fetishizing... The Ooh. interracial relationship aspect. Interesting. And she, like, and look, I mean, you can have preferences, but I, being, you know, half Asian, mm-hmm. have definitely run into people who fetishize race. And there's a dig- there's a big difference between somebody who has, like, a preference for maybe certain features, like, a little taller, maybe darker hair, those mm-hmm. kinds of things. But ultimately, if you are looking at somebody and you think that their race is what is attractive about them, like, that's, yeah, yeah, it's really problematic to, like, fetishize somebody's race. Mm -hmm. And I feel like when they put these snippets in there, it's almost like, oh, well, she's just had all of these dark, you know, these deep, dark desires for, like, you know, to be in an interracial couple, Mm -hmm. to be with a guy who's black. It's like, that's not really, like... I think that it's... I mean, it's played off like he's just hot and she's not... She doesn't really care. I think it would have come off that way. Yeah. But I also kind of see where you're going with that. Because she was previously like, oh my god, Jules and Mimi, I'm obsessed. I'm obsessed with this Mm -hmm. show. The show is so great. Without saying what that show was. And then to turn that show into what it... Was That's what I'm episode. saying. Yeah. Is, so it's a, it's not a character problematic. It's a writer problematic. A hundred percent. And yeah. like, we didn't need to see those, those, those characters snippets. together at all. Yeah. We didn't yeah. need to see Mimi and Jules. Like we can just know about them kind of tangentially or through conversation. Mm-hmm. Like we didn't have to see. It could have just been see, audio. Absolutely. Yeah. Like it didn't have to be like a black man and a white woman. Nope. Like <laughs> it. And I think that because they added that, it was almost like. Now it's revealing this, it, you know, desire that Miranda's always had. And it's like, Miranda has never said that. Mm-hmm. Like, the guys that she's dated have always kind of been, in my opinion, relatively diverse, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, it kind of just follows that narrative that Miranda likes what she likes and she goes for it. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I just didn't think it added anything to the storyline. No, yeah. it really didn't. It just made it so that they were like, she's been cool like this all along. She's been cool. She's, <laughs> she's, she's, uh, woke. <laughs> she's so woke, you She's guys. so woke for the time. Which, by the way, like, how woke do you have to be to, like, you know, want to fuck a doctor who is a sports medicine doctor on one of the most famous teams. Yeah. And who is, like, good-looking. Like, who cares what race he is? he's so hot. (laughs) Yeah. But also, 
you know, whatever. <laughs> but, you know, you do you. <laughs> so, do you want to move on to Carrie and save Charlotte for last, or do you want to do Charlotte? Um, I'm for whatever. You bring it up. It's your turn. Um, let, I want to keep Charlotte for last. Let's go after Carrie and her problematic friend whose oh name God. I don't even know. Um, oh, yeah, what was her name? I don't know. I just, like, called her bad mom. Bad mom. Or new mom. New mom in my thing, which is inaccurate. Uh, cause she has 3,000 other children already, apparently. She, yeah, little, little lady who lived in a shoe, straight up. Yeah. She had the twins and then one other kid and then she just had another kid. Like, so four children in an apartment. Well, Get out. <laughs> okay. And then here's the thing. So she, they walk in, mm-hmm. it's a nice-ass apartment. It is. It's not just, like, an apartment in New York. Mm-hmm. It is, like, a, like, what do they call those? It's like a penthouse. It's a, yeah, it's a penthouse or, like, a loft style. It's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Yeah. Stunning. Everything is pristine mm-hmm. and clean. Yep. Which. Which makes it seem like they don't even have kids. Right. Um, and then they have all of these things, and, like. Uh, they, they, I don't know, it just started out with all of these, like, things that the new mom or, I mean, let, can we call her something? I, we can just. Karen. Yeah, let's, let's, call, let's Karen. call her Karen, because she was a Karen. She's the OG Karen. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, Karen just has this whole thing about, oh, like, oh, yeah, my husband who, you know, he, uh, the baby just looks just like my husband, except for that stupid ear scar from when he had it pierced in the 80s and I was like what's wrong with piercing your ear like why is that stupid like she's just right out the gate judgmental about everything for real like what happens if you're you know in your 30s or however old Carrie Bradshaw is supposed to be cast as in the show uh 30s ish (laughs) ish (laughs) but like you know why can't you be as in this age range and have an earring like why is that bad right I saw I actually saw a guy the other day who was clearly like in his 40s potentially his 50s Mm. on a skateboard with some like tattoos that were clearly done when he was like (laughs) a child I think that's precious and he looked great he did. You want to know why? Because he looks happy. Yeah, exactly. But he was just, he was living his best life. That's all any of us. That man knows more about himself than I will ever have the pleasure of knowing myself. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know why? Because he has tattooed affirmations all over his body. Right. I know. I cannot, like... <laughs> You're doing great, Jim. <laughs> Good job. Way to skate. <laughs> Way to skate. <laughs> um, I just want his, like, chest to be a tattoo of a skateboard, but the wheels are his nipples. Yes. <laughs> I want that for him. <laughs> um, but, no, but she just, like, comes out the gate and is like, oh, when he had that stupid ear piercing, and you're like, the fuck? Yeah, what do you, like, who cares? And then she... You um, married him? That other girl, like, somebody who wasn't even related to this family opens the door for Carrie... And oh, yeah, the sister-in-law, because somebody else is supposed to be technically hosting the baby shower. Right, yeah. which, I mean, I guess is a funny little thing about baby showers, because guess what? They all suck. I'm sorry mm-hmm. if you're pregnant. I'm sorry if you just had a child and, like, you had a baby shower, but they all sucked. Like, Here, I just need you to know that. Here's the thing. Um, engagement parties and baby showers and 
even, like, there's even, like, other kinds of little integral tiny parties are all just cash like grabs. any party for a child under five. Yes. Yeah. All cash grabs. All of them. Oh, for sure. I'm like, you just don't want to buy the baby Bjorn yourself, or you don't want to buy your own plate set to start your life. Absolutely. Like, and I don't blame you for that, but I will say that, like, for me, I wish people would just have, like, enough respect for me to allow me to buy them a gift and not have to attend their shitty party. I mean, you can. I know, but also, if you don't go... It's like a thing. See, you have the wrong friends. Because <laughs> I'd be like, fuck no, I'm not going to your party. I just don't know why people have those things. You know, it's like... they're Because they're cash grabs. I guess. But then there's like all of these family members that come that like are you're not going to see again, you mm-hmm. know? Like if somebody wants to see the baby or wants to be around the baby, like that's... Those are people that are in your life, you know? Why well, don't want to yeah. invite like... Auntie Linda Balloony Bada Bada yeah, to come it doesn't in just matter. because I want, you know, that one vibrating chair that puts the baby to sleep. Right. Just put it on the sh- on the freaking dryer like everybody else does. Yeah. <laughs> dryer. Oh yeah. my god. Now you run a cycle. My my mom actually did that for me all the time <laughs> when she didn't want to put me in the car because I would only fall asleep as if I was in the car. Or if I was, like, you know, being vibrated in some way. So she literally put a, put, like, one of those, like, you know, just lay down in it, very simple ones, on top of the dryer, strapped it into the dryer so that it wouldn't fall off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then would just, like, strap me in and just start a cycle. I'd be asleep and then she would put me to bed. See, this is what I'm saying. Like, there's ways to do it without... Yeah, you don't need a expensive baby Bjorn. You can just turn on the dryer. <laughs> right. So, this lady, mm-hmm. whoever, the sister-in-law or yes. whatever, comes and answers Kara. the door. Yeah. Karen, Karen, cute. <laughs> um, so, she comes and answers the door, and then you see this beautiful apartment, mm-hmm. and this girl says, oh take your shoes off because they don't want anybody tracking anything in. And I'm thinking to myself, there's no way in on God's green earth that these people don't have several cleaners coming in yeah. a couple of times a month. Of course they do. You cannot tell me yeah. that that is something that they don't budget for. Mm-hmm. Plus, like, you are living in New York City, the fashion capital of the world. People are going to be wearing... shoes into your apartment. Absolutely. And you have to let them do it. Absolutely. Well, and it's not like they're, you know, uh, uh, a whole bunch of, like, accountants or, like, you know. Yeah, you're you're inviting a sex columnist. You're inviting a sex columnist. (laughs) You yourself are, like, a renowned photographer. Like, you live and breathe in the arts part of this city. Yeah. You live in a nice-ass loft that's fancy as fuck i you did you paid a decorator you 100 percent paid a dick yes. you did not do that and you can take credit for it and that's fine but, but we all know yeah you didn't do that yep um and then you tell people take off your shoes get hardwood floors is what i'm saying get or hardwood floors just, so that you can just sweep everything up and it's all done or just hire somebody if i had clean. if i had hardwood floors i would never have my shoes off bitches mat for real because, like, it's only because I live in an apartment and there is carpet 
And this kind of carpet gets dirty so easily yeah. that I'm just like, take off your motherfucking yeah. shoes. But in my my apartment downtown, you notice, like, I had my shoes off, bitches thing, but it was funny. And I didn't yeah. make anybody take off their shoes. No, and it was nice. And we got to click clack around all the time. Yeah. Because that was back in the days when when you and I uh, wore a bunch of heels. Yeah. Running around town being little thoughts. Little, being amazing. <laughs> Boy, do I not miss the days of throwing up in random places. Oh my God. <laughs> Anywhere that could store all of the throw up. My um, <laughs> my favorite like event though was after the fact when I didn't want you to drive home and so you slept on the couch oh, and yeah. I woke up in the morning. I went to yoga. I went out to coffee so with a friend and you and I came back and you were still asleep. Yeah. And I was like, man, I wish I had that life. Yeah, man, I wish I had it back some days, honestly, because being a a responsible adult and... That's gross, right? Yeah, like, having, like, you know, uh, grown emotionally and spiritually and physically and all these other things, like, it really does um, just really fucking blow sometimes. Uh, Yeah, I mean, every once in a while, it's fine to just forget. I mean, here's the thing. Occasionally. Um, Not, like, to the degree that we were. But right, yeah. like was being it was making the decision to be sober, like so helpful in my life. Absolutely. Do I think that at any given moment I could throw it all away and have so much more fun? Also, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. You know, I could like I was uh, looking so hot because I like just threw everything up, you know, because I was just so drunk, like, and that's just the life I want to get back to sometimes. Oh, man, I wish that it, it had had that effect on me, but it did not. It was all the sex I was having. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> all the cardio I was putting it was all, in. It was all the cardio. There was, there was no cardio. I am a bottom for life. No, there was no way. <laughs> God. There's no, no way. Hello, hello, princess. Yeah, um. I'm like, mm-mm. I'm like, it's your turn. I'm just gonna lay here and I'm gonna let you do what you do. <laughs> yeah, I'm uh. like, you do your thing and you let me know when I'm going to secretly be spreading your screw. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I'm just, just, just stretching out and being like, man, it's like peanut butter. I could just imagine somebody's like standing over you and you like pull it down like one of those Venetian blinds. <laughs> the sun's in my eyes. Let me put down the visor. <laughs> oh my god. Oh no. Circling back what though. What are we talking about? Carrie has to put her Milano uh, by the door. Which, okay. Here's oh, the yeah, thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If I had $500 shoes... I would put them in my purse. Uh Uh-huh. Exactly. They would go in my purse. If my purse wasn't big enough, I'd fucking hold them. I would The whole party. I'd I'd hold them the whole party. Not even kidding you. I'd let them stick up out of my tiny purse. Oh, 100%. Yeah, even if only the toes fit, I would still do it. Because they're $500 shoes. Well, they're $500 shoes, and then it's also like, you know, what kind of people are at this party, like... You know, people who steal shoes apparently. Apparently, gross. But it's one of those things where it's like, you would think that it would be fine because it's like a bunch of people, like peers and all of this other stuff, and a bunch of other people who are also wearing five hundred dollars shoes. But even then, like Carrie didn't like 
you know, she didn't grow up with a silver spoon in her mouth, from what I understand. Mm-hmm. Like, you would think that she would have a little bit more sense to be like, hey, can I put these in a drawer somewhere or something? Right. Or like, like, like stick them underneath the baby's crib, something. Yeah. You know, like, hide them. Yeah. They're a lot of money. I, yeah. I mean, here's, like, if somebody asked you to take off, like, you know, your Tiffany necklace, like, you're not just going to take it off and, like, set it down by the key ring or something, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, the, the, like, landing table by the door. Mm-hmm. You know, tug it away. Yeah. Dumb them. Yeah, don't be stupid. What's wrong with you? Well, and also fuck those people for asking her to take her shoes off in a house that's clearly taken care of by people who are not her. Right. Like, if she was the one that had to clean that house afterwards, I get it. Mm-hmm. Girl, tell people to take their shoes off. And then also be slightly more accommodating if anybody has crazy fancy shoes. Mm -hmm. But also, you know, and I know, that this prissy little photographer is not cleaning her own damn house. Yeah, no way. There was a point during the show where she was picking up some toys and yelling at her children, but there was a nanny somewhere running around not doing her job. Yeah, 100%. She just wasn't there yet. She was running late. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Danny yeah, was yeah. running late. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's not the case because she was also taking her kids to, like, the shoe store towards the end. But even still. Yeah. Like, I mean, she she tries to be a real mom sometimes. And just <laughs> take her kids everywhere so that she can be like, look, I did something. I mean, maybe I just have a bias and I think, like, all rich people can't be, like, good parents because that's what movies just, told me. Yeah, movies did <laughs> tell you that. The only way that you're, it's going to be okay is if it's an adoption situation. If it's Daddy Warbucks, oh he's going to take care God, of you. Oh, my God. Or, like, the blind side. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the blind so side. so good. That muffin. He's so sweet. He was so sweet. Oh, God. He didn't deserve anyway, that family. He. That family fetishized him. Oh, no. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Well, wasn't that the whole thing towards the end with the case that they were building? Yeah. That's so stupid. Yeah. Oh, my God. I know. old is old. But, yeah, no, like, I I just, I think that's ridiculous. Like, there's clearly people who are going to clean your house for you. Yes. Like, you clearly have help and assistance. Mm-hmm. You have the means to do all of those other things. When she brought up the money, though, I thought that was a little bit... That was rough, because, first of all, she was totally blasé about it. She was just like, oh, you wore sandals here? No, she's Carrie Bradshaw. Like, I don't I, I don't know that she had to offer to pay for the shoes. I think she did. I, I mean, I don't know, because I feel like money's always weird, but, like, I think that her total disregard or lack of, like, actions to try and help Carrie find the shoes... Yeah. That was what... She was super blasé about it. She was just like, oh, well... I mean, I don't know. They'll they'll turn up or they won't. Who cares? Yeah, sorry. And it's like, no, they're five hundred dollar shoes. Well, and and then when she comes back to drop off the other shoes that she got loaned out and then asked if like it had happened, she was just like, yeah. Oh, I didn't even think about it anymore. It totally went out of my head. Right. And then she's like, Oh well, I can't imagine somebody would do something like this and it's like you not being able to imagine something isn't an excuse. Yeah. Like, your lack of imagination yeah, doesn't mean problem. that my shoes aren't still missing. <laughs> right. Bitch. Yeah, exactly. And then, I mean, if she was just like, well, you know, I'll just, I'll pay for your shoes. Mm-hmm. And at that point, she was just like, oh, no, you know, that's okay. But she was just like, no. And she got her checkbook. So, like, here's the thing. You know, and she said it too, Carrie was like, you used to wear Manana, mm-hmm. Manana, I can't say it. Manolo Blahniks. Manolo Blahniks. Manolo Blahniks. 
And she's like, you used to wear these shoes. You know how much they cost. And she was like, well, that was before I had a real life. It seems like you have less of one now because you only have one facet and that's being a mom. Which is so, yeah, absolutely. Like, and that's the whole thing. Yeah, that's the whole thing is like she became a mom and that was all she, like, that's all she's thinking about, all she's working on and doing. Mm -hmm. It's like, what happened to this wild, crazy woman who was taking these beautiful shots of anorexic women on beds and like, Right, and now she takes pictures of babies in buckets. Like, that's such a shift. And I don't think that that's growth. I think that that's you, like, stopping what you were doing. Right. And becoming this, like, figure or image of a mom that you had in your mind. Yeah, you don't go from shooting Calvin Klein ads to being Ann Gettys. That's just not how it works. Like, how did that baby even get in that tulip? Come on. (laughs) It's such a big tulip for such a small baby. (laughs) Oh, God. Man, these preemies. (laughs) Oh, my God. Who put this baby upside down in a watering can? (laughs) I want that photo. (laughs) I would put that photo in my house in the front entryway. (laughs) I'll make one for you. (laughs) Right next next to my shoes off bitches mat is a picture of a baby ass up in a watering can. (laughs) That's a Marky original. (laughs) Yes. I can't wait. I'll have some pesto thrown on it, too. <laughs> we'll just get, like, a baby doll, and then we'll just, like, rope baby oil on it it's real. <laughs> it's gonna be great. I can't wait. Um, no, but, but 100%. Yeah, so, she, so, yeah, so she, like, balks at the price, and says, like, that's before, you know, but before I had a real life, and it's like, bitch, you have an apartment that probably costs, like, half a million dollars. Yeah. $500 is nothing to you. It's a drop in the bucket. You have four kids in New York City. You're goddamn rich. In a penthouse yeah. and giant, giant baby pictures all over. Yeah. But, and then so she like, makes that whole thing where it's like, you know, it's not a real life, but like $485, that's a real life. Yeah. That's a lot of fucking money. That's a lot. Carrie's got a real ass life. She can afford a lot of shoes like that. She's mm-hmm. putting away that money. She's buying the things that make her life really worth it for her and guess what you're spending more than that on your four children mm-hmm. but your cesarean was a bunch of money because we all know that you didn't push that through your body right i know she even um carrie even has like a line later that's like she had two cesareans and a lobotomy like she's a for completely real. different person and that's the thing is you know she like says this whole thing about you know 45 just for a pair of shoes and it's like that's I, how much they cost. Yeah, like, that's... They're, they weren't kids. <laughs> it, it's like she's diminishing the idea that the shoes are, like, you know, worth less than. Mm-hmm. When, in reality, like, she's not acknowledging the fact that Carrie had to work and save mm-hmm. and put away money and shop and, like, price bargain or whatever. Like, yeah, she's a little... She should probably be more frugal with her money when it comes to shoes. Absolutely. Whatever. We're all women. But you know what? It's her prerogative. Yeah, and that's what she chose to put her money into. And if she had kids, sure, she probably wouldn't be making those same decisions just Mm -hmm. financially. Yeah, but she wouldn't be able to. She also chose not to have kids. (laughs) Right. And, yeah, this lady... And she, like... She's shitty to her at every turn. Like, she calls her up later, and she's just like, I want to clear the air about this, which she totally didn't want to. She didn't. Like, but, 
like it's still she got hung up on <clears throat> totally stupid i do love her conclusion where she just leaves them a message that's just like hey <laughs> i'm getting married to myself um i am registered at manila blonick mm-hmm. and she actually goes there and they're like, yeah, this is the only thing she's registered for. Like, she set up a registry. She went just full for petty. One full petty. Pair of shoes. Yeah, for one pair of shoes that look like they would be on the clearance rack at DSW. There, I'm pretty sure I've seen that exact pair of shoes at Burlington Coat Factory. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost positive. And I, I'm pretty sure it was back when I, like, had to buy a prom dress and yeah, was in that, like, sh- that's what it super like. shitty part of the shoe section. They were totally, like, like a dye-to-match, like, yeah. like, like <laughs> level of shoes. You know, there's a puffy crinoline-ass dress yes. with rhinestones and shit that yes. go exactly with that pair of yep. shoes. Yep, that go the full length along the collarbone. Yes, yes. and then there's, like, one weird like belt yes with, like a diamond brooch <laughs> that matches the belt on the shoes yeah exactly <laughs> perfect because they were all made at the same time for that ensemble mm-hmm. yeah no no yep, no those are I... exactly the kind of shoes they were like i don't believe they were actual <laughs> manolo wanix i can't because they I mean, I mean it was the early 2000s so it's entirely possible but that's fair. Maybe, like, the and shoes that I'm seeing are, like, one of those trickle-down effects of, like... <laughs> right. The Devil Wears Prada, like... Yeah! Cerulean trickle-down. Cerulean trickle-down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it is. We're just used to seeing the cheap-ass version of yeah, it. Yeah, man! So we're just like, That's garbage. Well, and I mean... I'm not gonna lie, it still looked like garbage. It's still garbage. Like, to be fair... They weren't cute when I like, saw them. They weren't yeah. cute now. Yeah. Like... They're pretty awful looking. They're very gross. Like, I would probably be happy to be rid of them. They, they did not go with her ensemble that she claimed they did no. at all. One, they have, like, this giant, cir- like, oval, like, diamond circle on the toe mm-hmm. and it you know what that kind of reminded me of mm-hmm. you remember those um like back in the day when you're in like school and you're getting ready for thanksgiving and you're looking at pictures of pilgrims <laughs> yes. and they have those big yes. old buckle shoes yes they kind of look, look like, like that but with rhinestones like on the pilgrim middle. shoes but like if celine dion wore them yes. you know <laughs> Celine Dion does Thanksgiving. Yeah. <laughs> Canadian Celine Dion holiday album. <laughs> oh, Canadian Thanksgiving with Celine. Oh my God! Do they do Thanksgiving? No, they, they don't. do. They have Canadian Thanksgiving. Yeah, they have. Can- yeah, they have Canadian Thanksgiving. What I don't know what eat? it is. It's because it's not like clearly. It's not you know poisoning indians it's probably something else yeah i mean maybe it's just like being thankful or like you God, that'd know, be nice right? that'd be so cool the way the country is going i am i am dead ass like i want to start a website mm. that is basically a mail order bride for a canadian man i need to get out yeah oh like, that'd be great i think honestly i'd be like toronto preferred <laughs> here's the thing if you start this i will sign up immediately like how do i fund you how do i get in on this project <laughs> you can venmo me I know. <laughs> um here's my venmo here's just send me seven thousand dollars yeah. i'll get the hookup or we can just put it out there now people listen in canada if you yeah, want to if you want to marry us let us know hey here's the thing <laughs> 
Um, this will be the one time I'll let you, like, uh, fetishize my Asian-ness. Like, <laughs> if it gets me out of this country, <laughs> I'm here for it. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think that that's, I mean, it goes without saying, like, this woman was awful, awful trash. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I didn't understand. Kiri had that whole thing. You know, Kiri just... Yeah, little, she couldn't help but wonder. I couldn't help but wonder. Yeah. And then it, she had this whole weird thing about, like, you and me and freedom. and Yeah, she said, when did we stop being free to be you and me? And I just don't understand. Sometimes they try too hard to loop this shit in. But, like, I, I think she's point. probably just saying, like, because she got shoe-shamed. Yeah. And then life-shamed yeah. by this lady. And, like, it was completely unnecessary. It yeah. was bullshit. And, like, she doesn't feel like she could be free to be herself or to be, like, her authentic self or whatever. It was a oh, real okay. stretch. That was a lot. It was a, it was a long walk to get to their <sighs> point. And it was so, like, ill-written also. Yeah, it really didn't, like, I, it was almost like they took this hard left turn to try and be like, oh, like, they hit weird buzzwords. You know what I mean? Yeah. Sometimes I feel like, like, sometimes they Charles Dickens their way through these episodes. <laughs> One penny where, a word. Yeah, where they're like, I'm getting paid for the word, and if it's a buzzword, it's double. Ooh, get a whole nickel. <laughs> so, like, they're like, if you, if, if you rhyme, that's, that's five <laughs> times. So. They don't pay you if I couldn't help but wonder. Yeah. If like, you can't help but wonder, then what are we even doing what here? What are we doing here? <laughs> um, no, that was a, but it was really, really, uh, like, I was trying to was, follow along in that maze of, yeah. uh, of writing. Yeah, if you excuse the pun, it was shoehorned in there. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> All right, let's tie it up here. Uh, <laughs> All right, so, yeah, so she got her shoes because she, <laughs> she made yeah. her pay for them, which is dumb. Well, I like Carrie's idea about um, uh, the the single girl tax, you know? Yeah, and that's, uh, like, that is true. She added up how much money she had spent on Karen throughout the years because yeah. she decided to get engaged and get married and have a kid and have another kid and, you God, know. You, can you... Just tell me, like, I'm going to, straight up, Mm -hmm. if I put all of, like, if I took that time to do all of that for all of the people that I've, like, gifted things to in my life for those specific events, Mm -hmm. like, it's got to be up in the thousands. Yeah. It has to be. And I'm not seeing any return on those things, you know? Mm Mm-hmm. Like, these people aren't coming to my birthday parties. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that I do that because I'm 26 years old. Oh, God. Yeah, I don't like... <laughs> I just don't like my birthday. Oh, I love my birthday. And now my birthday will forever be connected to the fact that that was the first day that all of us, like, the the state got shut down on my birthday. Oh. So now I'll always be like, oh, this day. Oh, God, this one. Not looking forward to yeah. that. I, like, I'm not too big into, like, you know, gift giving and all of those kinds of things. As far as, like, receiving them, but, like, I do enjoy quality time with people, and so for my birthday, I always make people go with me to Apple Hill, you know? Mm -hmm. We all get, like, apple juice and donuts and look at people Mm -hmm. being, you know, interested in foliage and white people shit, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, autumn. 
Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> love fall in the... I don't like to throw myself into basic bitch stereotypes, but 103%, I stand for fall. I also do enjoy fall. Not for the pumpkin, but for the apple. For sure. For the, yeah, yeah. No, pumpkin, the, uh, the pumpkin cider, is a huge backseat. The yeah, donuts, man. Like, fuck me up with that. Mm-hmm. But, like, pumpkin mm-hmm. spice is awful. There's something about, like, breathing in that chilly air, and you're just mm-hmm. feeling so good about life and about... You know where everything's at, and I'm I'm kind of I really want fall to be here to like, kind of renew my sense of of yeah. joie de vivre. Well, like right now we're having like one of the hottest summers. Yeah, and we are stuck in our houses anyway. Yeah, we don't even have it's so smoky too. Yeah, we have fires everywhere. Yeah. Like it tracks that the world is on fire right now, and. We can't get out of our house. Yeah. Like, at least once it gets to be a manageable temperature, temperature mm-hmm. we can walk around Virginia Lake. We can walk around the Sparks Marina mm-hmm. without sweating through everything. Like, I, it's going to be great. What was I even doing the other day? Oh, yeah. I was just in Oregon. And I went... Okay, here's... <laughs> let me tell you about some Oregon shit that I got up to. Because it is the most Oregonian of Oregon things to do. So I went to a a coffee shop to meet a friend, which, rule number one, go get coffee in in Portland. Because, you know, how cool do you look (laughs) at a coffee coffee shop in Portland? (laughs) Um, I was doing some nerd stuff waiting for my friend, like reading up on how to play (laughs) D&D. And... You know, he gets there, and uh, we ended up kind of just taking our coffees and walking down to this plant store. And it is just, it's not a nursery. It is a plant store. And it is just (laughs) filled to the brim with all of these kind of, like, more rare, like, it's the the plants that only plant moms get. Yes. Does that make sense? Yes. So it's only the plants that people who are into plants would appreciate. (laughs) Because when I walked in, it just looked like... A jungle. Well... (laughs) It wasn't, it was like they were on, like, little aisles and shelves and things. It almost looked like if, like, the Dollar General had a plant <laughs> section. <laughs> like, but it was, it was cute. It was great. Uh, and then we ended up getting a bunch of plants and stuff. But, um, you know, he doesn't have a car. He commutes everywhere because it's easier to do that there. We ended up going on the, we took a bus over to uh, a stop near his place. We walked the extra God, probably was less than a half mile, maybe a quarter mile to his place. And the whole time, and it's humid there a little bit right now, too. Mm-hmm. The whole time, I'm just smiling and I'm like laughing and nodding and playing along. I'm soaked through with sweat. Ugh. It is dripping down my body. Ugh. I can feel it on the back of my neck. Yuck. And we had to, we had to go. The last leg of this little journey was up this steep hill and he goes oh yeah there is I have to warn you there's a steep hill before we get there um and I do like to call it the mountain of death so you just let me know you set the pace and like I how about the paces let's call it lift (laughs) there was a big part of me that was like if this goes on another 500 feet I'm getting a lift for the extra 250 feet that I have to go yes I refuse yes um, but yeah, no, I was soaked 
dude. It was gross. I'm such a desert child. Just because I've spent so much time here that I cannot function in humidity. It feels like you're breathing water. Mm -hmm. And I don't like it. (laughs) It makes my hair look great. I feel, like, so hydrated. But then if I have to do anything, like, walk more than five steps anywhere, (laughs) I'm just like, I'm done. (laughs) I can't. I want one of those chairs that, like, you know those old people chairs that take you, up, take the, you up the, the hill? stairs? Yeah. There should totally be one of those for that hill. And then you just push a button and it sends it back <laughs> down to the bottom. Yeah. It would be perfect. Uh, wouldn't that be great? Yes. I'm not saying, like, we just invented something cool, but <laughs> also, like, good. TM trademark patent. Like, <laughs> this ours. Pending. Yeah. <laughs> We're working on it. Just big hills. <laughs> San Francisco lookout. Yeah. <laughs> Coming to you, 2021, in Biden's America. <laughs> God, please, <laughs> Biden's America. Oh No, not even please. Um, it's happening. It must happen. It must happen. Because if it doesn't, um, we're really going to have to be more serious about getting that app together and yeah. going to Canada. <laughs> I'm still there for it anyway, hey, man. regardless of what happens. I'm, I'm still down. Yeah. <laughs> Even if things go well, uh, like, I would still love to just... Yeah, just, I mean, I, Toronto looks like New York City, but, like, friendly. Yeah, well... I want to go to Toronto. I mean, what's the one with all of the... Oh, Quebec. That's the one where all Oh, the no, don't go to Quebec. Fr- yeah. Yeah, no, the French Canadians are terrible. Yeah. Just ask Celine Dion. Oh, no. <laughs> Poor Celine. <laughs> She's seriously... I so I worked um, at the box office for Celine Dion yeah. in Las Vegas. Yeah. And let me tell you, every single show, every single time, oh no. five minutes before each show, a French Canadian would come up to the window oh no. and go, two seats for, Salon, for, for, for Celine Dion in the middle front. And you'd Who be do like, you think you are? We're sold out. She lives just around the corner from me in Quebec. And, and I'm like, does she live at the top of the hill and the rest of y'all circle down it? Is that what you're talking about? <laughs> because you are literally the 85th person this week to tell me that you live around the corner well, from Celine Dion in Quebec. And also, like, how good of a neighbor are you? Like, have you, like... Maybe she should have gotten Watered you her lawn or something? Right. Like, if she liked you well enough, she'd probably give you tickets, pal. And that's literally what I said. I'm like, we have accomplice for people that are friends. So <laughs> maybe shoot her a text. I'm sure she's not busy. Do you have her number? Right. Don't you have her yeah, number? Yeah, you contact her, and then you have her people tell me. Yeah. She's adorable, though. Is she? She's very sweet. She looks like she would be a nice lady. She's great. Wasn't she married to some really old dude? Yeah, he died. Oh, no. I felt really bad for her. I was like, I want to write her a note or something. But then, like, who, like, she's going to look at it. Who the fuck is this girl? Who's Paige? Yeah, who's Paige? Remember, we shook hands one time. I saw you that one time. I saw you that one time when you were in a receiving line full of tons of other people. Don't you remember me? Did I make a lasting impression? I was the chubby chick in the Grecian dress. Hey, man, aren't we all? Girl. <laughs> We've all been there at that one point in our lives. I am still there. <laughs> Fuck yeah. I, I'll wear a toga everywhere, man. I, yeah, I'm straight up, I'm in, like, all black right now, like, wearing, like, a <laughs> pullover, like, wrap thing. It's cute. Hey, 
I'm making I'm making it work for me. Yeah. I think you know this thick life is just uh, it's really it's starting to come together. Um, that's what I'm gonna start putting on like all my dating profiles and socials and be like. She's thick. She <laughs> She quarantined thick. Oh my god. I feel that too much. Oh, I god. got I actually when I got my IED out, yeah. I didn't realize how bloated it had made me until like really? 5 days later when I literally lost like 2 or 3 inches off my waist. Man, no, I'm telling you. I was my well, cuz I had I was doing depo before this yeah. and uh, before I got it's my IUD. Awful. And I yeah, it caused me to blow up quite mm. a bit. But the IUD like stopped everything in its tracks and it's really nice. Good. Yeah, I think it's definitely helped out a ton. Whew. Um, but just if anybody's listening and they're thinking about depo, here's a big Please don't. pro tip. Uh, one of the main <laughs> side effects is weight gain, and that's for real. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's not good. I I had a friend who was on it who turned into a monster also. Like, emotionally, she yeah. was messed up for well, a while. It was just, like, these big peaks and valleys, and they weren't happening, like, in spikes you know like it wasn't like rapid but it was like these long extended trips of being like mopey and then I would be like Mm -hmm. cool for a while and then I would just be like so angry I'm not an angry person you know but I could feel myself just being real irritable yeah most of my IUDs like do this like gentle falling snow effect Mm -hmm. where you're just like I'm a little sad but it's totally manageable it's still snowing but it's totally manageable the roof is caved in (laughs) not manageable anymore the like snow is so heavy that I am now like so that sucks dude I'm sorry yeah it really it wasn't great the last time I was on birth control it was just for like a month Mm. for a dude who didn't like condoms (laughs) and that ended before I even ended like the round of of like birth control, but it screwed me up for like three months. I knew that I was like an emotional roller coaster. Yeah, for three months getting off of it. Well, the pill is just. It, I think the it's pill a, is it's rough. A little evil. Yeah. Oh yeah. I. When are they gonna come out with a guy pill? They're right. working on it, right? They either need a guy pill or a something. I'm telling you, because here's my thing. Um, if they, if like there's a dude that's like, doesn't have at least you know, 300 in tax in the bank account to help out when things go crazy. Right. Wrap it up. Yep. Take those guy pills. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude should just be taken. The thing is that they had one, but it was deemed to have too many side effects for them. And they had it less the side same effects. Of side effects is yeah. what, yeah. That is what we have to go through. I, that's such baloney. Yes. That's a big Big pile of BS, yeah. I think. Before we get into the patriarchy, though, Oh, yeah, sorry, Charlotte. Because oh, <laughs> I'll go off on that. I know. Where's the other <laughs> podcast that you're doing on feminism? <laughs> oh, it's coming. After we're done with all these episodes, we're, we're rebranding. We're coming We're coming back with other stuff. Fun. Yeah. Like an S&M episode for you. Oh, cute. Yeah. I'm into it. Let's <laughs> chat about it's it. It's going to be great. Okay, I'm, I'm here for it. But first, yes, Charlotte is in wedded bliss. She's gotten back from her honeymoon. Harry has moved all of his stuff in. She has rearranged it, put it all into storage of some kind, probably. Because yeah, her house is also still, like, way too nice. Yeah. 
He basically has like a TV in the, <laughs> in the the dining area. He gets a couple drawers. <laughs> yeah, two drawers. He's moved his stuff in. He used to live under a rock. <laughs> Here's the thing. Um, Harry straight up is a simp for Charlotte, and I'm I'm. He's so sweet. I'm here for it. I think. Here's my thing. Cohabitating with anybody. So, uh, you know, if you're listening or whatever, like, the the whole thing is that Charlotte's getting mad because Harry's leaving tea bags everywhere. Mm-hmm. They have a whole bunch of tea bag jokes, and it's so funny. But Charlotte, like, is picking them up, and she's constantly doing this thing where she's, like, she's not addressing it. She's just getting mad. She's becoming mm-hmm. resentful. And cohabitating with somebody is always frustrating Mm -hmm. especially when you know you guys didn't live together before you were married really and like it it's hard no matter what because you were a person who was living your life the way that you had dictated and nobody else had any influence on it and they were doing the same thing so I absolutely understand the frustration of having to pick up after other people's bullshit in that regard Mm -hmm. and it sucks especially when it's something gross like that though Mm -hmm. like my mom had tons of little tea bag holders in different places where she would have her tea Mm -hmm. and it's like just buy those for him Charlotte no but I think and like just say hey I noticed that you were leaving them and it's Mm -hmm. going to stain so I bought these for you so that when you you know had it you can just put it down on one of these and then that's that's the trade-off. I will come around and I will collect all of them, but in the meantime, they're not ruining furniture. Yeah, for sure. But even then, I think, you know, what Charlotte did in just saying... Yeah, she just said it. She just said it, and, like... Eventually. Here's... <laughs> and maybe this is, like, me just coming from, like, all of the, the times where I've tried to broach conversations and they've not gone well. The whole mm. time, she's like, oh, yeah... You know, your tea bags are just... I'm waiting for him to... Even, like, from a show perspective, I'm waiting for him to explode. I'm waiting Mm -hmm. for him to go, What? My tea bags are a part of who I am. And if you Mm -hmm. don't love that, you don't love me. And the whole time, I'm just kind of, like, sitting on edge, like, Oh, no. Like, she's going to have this conversation. Oh, God. Oh, no. And then Harry... God bless his sweet cherubic little soul Mm -hmm. says oh yeah i'm so sorry like like man i've been trying so hard to be the perfect man for you and i'm so sorry that i missed out on this and i was like (laughs) (laughs) like get you a harry in your life you know what i mean totally and (sighs) so he so he starts picking up his tea bags Mm. but then he starts being naked around the house and then she has a hard time with that too but like god Fucking bless. I'm so sorry because I don't know the actor's name, but the actor that plays Harry just goes straight (laughs) up naked in this episode. And not to, like... He's so naked. Like, his, his dick is probably in a sock. But his butt is out and on camera. And he's got, like, a cute little... He's, he's got, like, a peach. He's got, like, a cute little butt. And yeah. Like, and, like, actually a sweet little body. Like, you like, kind of just want to, like, squeeze Yeah. Squeeze it a little bit. But, like, and it's so sweet. And he totally... Like, he's opening the paper so that he barely covers his junk. And she's just... She's going out to mm-hmm. all these other places. It's weird because the way that they shoot it, it makes it look like he's just decided to hang around the house naked instead of, like, having a life. 
because she's coming back from all of these places and he's just yeah it's like is it the middle of the day what if she brought the girls back yeah what's wrong with like and and she does talk to him about it and he's very very sweet about it and he was just like but that was a whole thing shorts again she (laughs) says all she does is sit him down and say hey you're but like in yeah. the new couch and she's it's, so you can tell she's just like you know like it's hard for her to bring this up you know because you when you love somebody you don't want to tell them that something that they're doing is upsetting you right absolutely and then it's also the idea too that like you know this could be a fight or this mm-hmm. could like turn into something and you don't want them to think get the wrong idea and you know you go through that whole she even brought it up to the girls and was like uh, when it was just the tea bags, and said, you know, when they asked, oh, how's you know marital bliss? Yeah, yeah. Thing. And she, you can tell too, like she does that, and I've done this too, and I, so I can see it. Um, <laughs> she says good, but the way she says good is just is like, her oh, eyes, oh. which are already fucking huge, yeah. go like full on goldfish, <laughs> and she goes good. <laughs> And she says that whole thing about, you know, maybe I, I realize that I'm a little, you know, you know, retentive or whatever. Like, I can be a little strict. And they all go, oh, yeah, you. you? Yeah. And, you know. Me but, when I'm saying anything to anybody. Fucking right. <laughs> and, but it's that idea of, like, you question your own sense of, like, what is, like, is this important enough for me to care about it? Or am I just being... Right. Yeah. On my, yeah, my being. Yeah. Exactly. And we get that a lot because guys are, for the most part, really fucking lazy. Because <laughs> here's They're the like, thing. Why do you have to tell me? <laughs> because in the real, real world, mm-hmm. Harry would have been like, "I am so sorry that I'm leaving my tea bags everywhere. I'll change, babe." And then three months later, he'd be doing it again. God, isn't it nice that he exists in our imagination and is just perfect, <laughs> right? <laughs> Oh, like, he stopped doing that for life. He stopped doing it forever. Forever. No, but I think that, like, you know, bringing that up and then also bringing up the the naked thing. And it was so refreshing and so, like, it, it was almost cathartic watching a grown-ass man say, Oh, totally. Yeah, I'll put some shorts on. Yeah. And, like, as women, I think watching this show, all of us... Are just kind of watching it like, oh god, oh what's gonna happen? Oh no, mm-hmm. is he gonna get mad? Is he gonna get offended? <laughs> and then he goes, oh yeah, I'm just gonna put some shorts on. And every, I, I'm, I guarantee you, women who are watching this, who are watching it when it first came out, were like, oh my gosh, men do they? Oh yeah. my god! And it was so beautiful. Mm-hmm. I was touched truly. <laughs> and I mean, it is. It's so so sweet. And it is unfortunate that in the real world. He'd just be back on his bullshit in three months. I mean, some people Max. can make those adjustments, it, but it takes time. Yeah. Like, yeah, for sure he's, you know, you you have compromise. Like, is he going to get fully clothed? No. But can he wear his boxers around the house? For sure. Mm-hmm. You know, nobody's going to give a fuck about that. Yeah, and if somebody happens in on them... He's not butt-ass who, naked. Who cares it's that boxers. you're in your boxers? Yeah. yeah like, you're your boxers in your own home? Neat. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Big deal. Um, <laughs> and, like, you know, the teabag thing, for sure, that's probably going to come up again. But, yeah. you know, there's compromise in all of it. I think mm-hmm. what was really beautiful about that sort of, those scenes, 
was just the fact that they were opening those lines of communication. Yeah, and they've always had that, Mm -hmm. and it's always been a really, really beautiful thing where they've been able to talk to one another and been super-duper honest, and the other one fully hear them. Oh, God. Doesn't that just make you wet? (laughs) I have no idea. Are you drenched right now? How much fiction makes me wet? Yes. (laughs) My God. It's better than reading an erotic novel. Yeah. I've been, like, on a year-long God, men are trash, like, trajectory. (laughs) I would love to have someone break me out of it, potentially someone from Toronto. (laughs) Break me out of these habits and out of this country. Right. Show me what a real man is. A Canadian man. A Canadian man. I want him to ask my consent to sweep me up in his arms. Yes. Perfect. (laughs) That would be great. But, like, isn't that, I mean, it's, it's, like, I don't know. I, I, that was a lot of stuttering. <laughs> I full porky pig that one second, reeling it back, trying again. I think that, you know, just being burned uh, one too many times, mm-hmm. you get into this mindset of like, you know, this is how, this is how people are. And it's not, it mm. just takes a lot of effort to check yourself and and focus on like positive communication skills and being focused on uh you know resolution oriented uh uh solutions or like you know if you're entering into a conflict being resolving it within yourself that you guys are going to have something finalized by the end of it Mm -hmm. and not just stepping away right and it's really nice to see an example of that yes because you know there's Far too many things that show these big chaotic explosions and, well, fuck it, no, fuck you. And then people leave and then, you know. And then they come back, have sex, and don't resolve anything. Right. And then you you get a bunch of people who are watching this thinking, oh, this is what relationships are like, you know. Mm -hmm. Not realizing that that's so goddamn toxic. (laughs) Right. Like, and, and for obvious reasons, like healthy people aren't selling shows, you know? Right. Like, healthy people aren't creating Hel- yeah, healthy relationships compelling storylines. Don't, don't, like, get ratings. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Unless you're watching, like, the Great British Baking Show, in which case <laughs> they all love each other and they're all super nice and they all cry when people leave. <laughs> and it's beautiful. Okay. Well, then I'll open it up to Britain, too. <laughs> Canadian or British men? Um, Canada, Britain, um, maybe, like, Spain. I'd be down to go run with some bulls. I mean, Latin men are very, very passionate. So I'd be okay with that. Or, like, Italy. But mostly because I want to go through pasta at people. (laughs) Yes. And I want endless pasta and endless men. Yeah. (laughs) Why can't I just have carbs and men? Fuck everything else. I think we've just described <laughs> the plot to eat, pray, love. <laughs> maybe Elizabeth Gilbert was actually onto something. Oh my God, maybe we're just aging into it now. <laughs> maybe we're like, I get it. I understand. Um, that was what she was talking oh, about. Wow. Oh, I guess. Um, but no, but I just like... I really appreciate seeing something like that. And it does... I think the reason I wanted to talk about it last was because 
it's you know it's there's nothing sexier than a man reacting with patience and understanding and grace yeah and it's truly one of the most a just fucking like blood inducing like <laughs> I straight up was about to ask you for a sham wow I could sit on because <laughs> things are getting juicy um, but for real like it is so it, nice to be able to see an example of that and to have you know the knowledge that maybe somebody else took something from that as well you know mm-hmm. maybe there is a person out there who's not going to be hyper reactive to a situation and just throw their shit around because of some tea bags and then also seeing him validate her concerns yes which was so nice when he said that whole line about oh yeah we got a bare ass on a white couch situation Mm -hmm. and totally understanding where she was coming from like how fucking beautiful Mm -hmm. my god what i wouldn't give right for that kind of understanding relationship where you're just like hey this is the problem, and I'm saying it to you very nice and very even keel, and everything's mm-hmm. good, instead of coming at you angrily. Mm-hmm. I'm like, bud, can we maybe, like, mm-hmm, get your stinky <laughs> ass off my white couch? Just put some boxers on. Well, and she was even very, very sweet about, like, maybe just lay down a towel or something. Oh, and she has that Charlotte voice, too, and she's <laughs> so hairy. <laughs> <laughs> you know I love you. I know I love you. Just you know how want you, you to be comfortable in this house. That being said, <laughs> you either need to wipe better or you need to put on Ew. some Because <laughs> she was legit concerned about that. I'm surprised like, his ass wasn't hairy. If I, can I, can so, I just put that out there? <laughs> I think because there was a earlier episode where he had his shirt off and he was super hairy. He's super hairy. And his chest was hairy. Yeah, and she was just like, oh, that's kind of terrible. And he was just like, well, if I get a wax, you know, can I take you to this wedding or whatever? So I think he legit has his ass waxed for her. That's fair. I, did I tell you? <laughs> well, now I have to say it. <laughs> no, oh, you I don't have to say it. There's always a consent no, no, no. only podcast. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to say it. Okay. Um, so uh, I, yeah, I have never gotten my butt waxed, but I did recently get this thing um, that's like an at-home lightning kit so it can bleach my asshole at home, <laughs> um, which sounded like a fun quarantine kind of thing to do. Right. Um, did, you, I, did you get burnt? No. <laughs> okay. I'm like, I'm No, it's just, like, warm, you know? Like, it warms up a bit. Um, but it's nothing crazy. Um, I haven't done it too much yet, so I'll have to keep you posted as to the results. I was going to say, I'm like, is there a before after? We can use that for the episode. Okay. The you say that, but... <laughs> but there is. There... I've had and people have, tell me... You to, have to. <laughs> you have... It's like teeth whitening. You've got to do a before after. I don't know, man. I feel like that might be too much. <laughs> well, you've already done it, so there is no before. Here's the thing. There's weirder pictures of me doing weirder shit on my phone, so right. yeah. Here... Yeah. Okay, that clip... That's, and it's that not like it. you could do that and get your face in the picture. Yeah, okay. I mean... Don't underestimate me. Listen, <laughs> I'm sure that you could after quite a bit of yoga, but I wouldn't suggest it. No, absolutely <laughs> not. But uh, I... Yeah, when you said that thing about, like, his, waxing his butt. Because <laughs> I've tried to find somebody who could bleach assholes in Reno, and it's hard. <laughs> it's just think, like, oh, yeah, I wonder how hard it would be to, like... Find somebody to give you, like, full... What is that? Is that a, a Brazilian? Brazilian? Yeah. That would be... I keep telling our audience of Neil 
Um, <laughs> but, but I'm like, listen, if you guys pay for it, I will get a full Brazilian and talk about it on the podcast. Um, here's the thing. You don't even have to pay me. Like, <laughs> I will just go get one. If I you just, pay for the Brazilian, I'll go get one right now. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, if someone pays for the Brazilian, I will get one and report back. I might even just do it for funsies, you know? I just want to experience it, but I don't want to pay the money for it. I, I can't validate, like, my funds when like housing costs are so high and I have to save up for moving and stuff like I'm like I can't but you're paying for the life experience page (laughs) maybe someday maybe in three years when things like raises come back oh god don't talk to me about any of that anymore oh my god (laughs) I'm ready to like just straight up go like full tilt in one of two directions. I either want to go off into the woods, just be completely solo, like maybe even pull an eat, pray, love where I'm just like off on my own, doing my own thing for forever and always. Or I'm just going to start being that person that like hangs down at like the bus depot and licks a bunch of things until I get it. (laughs) And then I'm just cool for a while, you know? I don't know. They say that you can catch it twice. Well, there's just so many strains now, but I feel like if I lick a bunch of things down at the bus depot, I might catch a few all at one time, you know? You might catch more than a few. Yeah, I might catch a lot of things that are not COVID also. Right. Like hepatitis. Yeah, exactly. Um, Or, you know, whatever. You're going to become radioactive. Yeah, okay. Just be the new Marvel (laughs) character. Oh, my God. Bus stop girl. (laughs) (laughs) It's that Greyhound bitch. It's that Greyhound bitch. Like this Netflix Jessica Jones style show. Yes. You're like, I'm either gonna solve crimes or die trying from Here's the thing. She's thick. She's Asian. She's a lady. And all of these things are casting gold right now. Yes. I'm inclusivity incarnate. Diversity is in. Yes. I'm here for it. Diversify me. I love it. Well, if anybody wants to marry us from a foreign country, <laughs> then please email us at I couldn't help but podcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. And if they absolutely adored you and wanted to see more of you, where would they go, Marky? Oh, gosh. Where wouldn't they go? Um, <laughs> Besides the bus stop. Yeah, let me launch my OnlyFans right now. Um, <laughs> no, I'm on Instagram at, at Marky underscore ho. That's M-A-R-K-I underscore H-O. Um, vote ho for show will be my campaign slogan when I run for president. Perfect. Um, and I think that I'll get a lot of backers. <laughs> yeah, I think so. You'll get all those, like, shitty write-in people that ruined us last time. Good <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Um, but for sure, I want to come back for your, uh, yes. your new stuff. Yeah, you'll come back for the reboot. Yeah. It'll be great. I'm excited. Cool. Well, until next time, remember... Always wear a condom. Bye. It's not stopping. It's not stopping. <laughs>